Hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast. The day after Liverpool lifted the infamous Carabao Cup. This is, I believe, our first podcast after we've actually won something. I mm. have just woken up after about 12 hours sleep with completely bollocks, knees, Achilles, ankles. Um, and Shane and Josh have just had to slumber their way through a work day. And here we are for your audible pleasure. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely exhausted. I don't have much witty introduction remarks so all i can say is how's it going boys everything all good yeah happy out now it is nice to win a trophy in it oh yeah it's just i know it's just the carabobbins i know it's just the carabobbins but i felt really good i don't forget we can't can't call it that now because we've won it sorry the 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 english football league cup the prestigious tournament Rick um, Paddy's love child. Did everyone hear Gary Neville? Oh, obviously you didn't, Dave. Did you hear Gary Neville in the in the first half basically saying how the League Cup has more or less overtaken the FA Cup? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did um, say that. And I was just thinking, no, it hasn't. Sorry, it has now, but at the time it hasn't because <laughs> Chelsea had missed a couple of really good chances. And we yeah, what was his... I, I remember kind of broadly agreeing with him even though I can't remember what what was his they, point. They give more tickets to the fans. That was it, yeah. yeah they, no, that, well, that's, that, that's a good point. 38,000 per... Per, um, per... Per fan team. base. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. What's the 30? If that, I mean... Just, and just, and then for Champions League finals, each fans get 10,000 each and the other 60,000 go to sponsors. <laughs> yeah, for, for context, I mean, the, the people I go to away games and finals and stuff with, I mean, it's been a, a bus. Uh, well, uh, originally it was actually two buses. One was from South Liverpool, one was from North Liverpool. And over the years, it, it kind of shrunk onto one bus, um, yeah. which tells you something in itself. But for this final, it's probably the maybe the fifth final I've been. With, with, with this kind of group and it's off the top of my head it's probably the worst for people going without a ticket and just trying to get a ticket whilst they're down there I've, I've ever seen so especially when there's so many tickets being given to fans for that to be the situation at the FA Cup if, if we get to the semi-final and the final is going to be an absolute bloodbath and then god forbid we get to Paris because that'll be even oh yeah, it's when, Paris now, isn't it? Yeah, um, even though it's eighty thousand, we'll probably still only get, I'd well, say, between twenty and thirty. <laughs> you'd be you'd be lucky to get thirty. Yeah, it, it well, yeah, it'll probably be lower twenty to twenty. About, it is about fifty percent to sponsors. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, I mean, quarter. you only have to look at the situation I've been in with the, um, with the inter game. I I had no issues getting to to any of the group stage games, but. Because of the amount of corporate tickets that go once we hit the knockout stages, yeah, I I didn't get a ticket for the inter game. So, and, and that's sell... at Anfield. That's not even at finals. Yeah, in finals they sell neutral tickets as well. I was like, why? Yeah, why? Know, why but... do Juventus fans or Real Madrid fans want to go and watch the Champions League final? I like, I know why, but why should they? Because they any... need to. Because their YouTube channel needs content. Yeah. Well, anyway, away from the tickets and politics 
for now, we can move on to that a bit later, but we can stay on point and the Carabao Cup final. What a game. Well, what yeah, really w- w- game. within five minutes, I had shit myself. I had to shoot you two guys out as well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually think Pulisic would score, though. Really. I thought it was Mount, to be honest. Um, yeah, well, so Mount, I, Mount. I, it's hard to tell them apart, isn't it? They're, yeah, they're little, I, I thought Mount. I thought Mount should have scored when I yeah, there was Pulisic. I, I I understood when it was Pulisic, um, but I think yeah, it was... just did what he needed to do. He just made himself big. Yeah, he, he he seems to be from the school of David De Gea with his legs. Um, mm. we, we'll try and he saved go it with as, his arm though. Yeah, but you, you you know what I mean. He, he kind of gets He's down low, spreads his legs. Yeah, yeah, he, he uses his reactions very um, well. So we'll try and go get, chronologically. Getting, get, getting down low and spreading your legs is a natural reaction when Van Dijk is in, in front of you. Okay. Yeah, the game started it. Uh, a they kind of they they kind of came out of the traps quite quick, pressing the hell out of us and first five ten minutes you're like oh god it's like the worst as it was in the Stamford Bridge game a couple of months ago and you're like is this going to be it and they get those couple of chances and then what I noticed was uh, we broke their press a couple of times it was I think it was Trent he'd like you know Trent will like receive it in the right back area but he'll pass it quickly in view of his left foot that like broke their press a couple of times and then they and Tuckle kind of said right fuck this we're we're sitting in we're not like letting you do they 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 kind of had a go and they didn't score off that Pulisic chance and they decided to sit in a bit more and that's where we were kind of controlling the game uh I saw some people say like none of Keita or Fabinho or or Henderson had like none of them had like particularly great game but they were all a lot better than the absolute chaos we talked about in the Stamford Bridge Uh. game where like we just we we had no we had like no control and we yeah. were just kind of broadly penning them in like for for the rest of the half and particularly people were saying Salah couldn't really get into the game but there wasn't much space to do it in whereas Diaz was like dropping deep and he was like kind of almost running the I, I thought he was kind of running the tack he was just such an outlet we were just like give the ball to him and he'll get it to the byline or he'll cut in he'll link up with people make things happen that was how I, I th- saw the first half I thought Diaz was the reason why we um pen them back because I think he did Chalaba like twice in quick succession mm. and Azpilicueta was like right I can't go forward now because this man's a problem and but I thought our build up was terrible first 15 minutes like Henderson there was one, there was one moment Henderson had the ball and he literally stood behind the person pressing Trent and didn't move and it's like Trent's like come on I need you to move so I'll give you the ball. He just stood there behind him. It's like, oh come on. They we sorted that out. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, they, 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 they were so they started so quickly and like Kovacic won like a couple of tackles as well early on. You're like, oh god, we're just in for more. But like credit to them, they kind of they worked through it and uh, yeah, just pen them in. And you were saying, Josh, before that they were uh, the first, the, the second half kind of followed the exact same pattern. They started mm-hmm. really quick, had a couple of big chances, didn't take them, and then we kind of took control not that they didn't continue to have chances the odd one on the counter and stuff but um, yeah well the mount chance of... the second half is so fortunate yeah to deflects the ball over the defense is that it's what like, happened yeah Kater got a touch on it 
Because oh, yeah, Matt would be completely wrong-footed. Yeah. That would make, I, 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 yeah. I watched it back because I was trying to figure, I was like, that was way too easy. Like Pulisic just turned to the field. I think he tried to play like a a slide rule in behind and it's just looped <laughs> and turned into like the world. Okay, because it looks like a chip perfect. ball. I'm going to, I feel like if I watch it back, it's... I swear Kate okay, got a touch. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I thought Kate yeah. Well, yeah, either way, it looked say, like way too easy, didn't it? Yeah, as you said, Matip and Van Dijk were just so flat-footed for it. Well, they were high, and yeah. there was no pressure on the ball. So, but maybe that pressure was Keita, but it, it deflected. But yeah, Mount, uh, kind of a bit like the chance he missed in the first half. It was like a bit stuck behind him, and he had to dig it out and just uh, in off the inside of the post, or out off the inside of the post. Uh, and then, yeah, and then there was like 15 disallowed goals as well for, for offside. That was another fun thing to happen throughout the game that added to the drama I was because every now and then well it was predominantly the first time I, I had a quick glance at my phone was half time um, obviously half time second time was um, the offside for uh, the goal our goal and then the third time was Lukaku's goal, but in like in between when I was kind of refreshing to see what, because in the in the stands you don't really get much of an idea of what on earth is going on with some VAR calls. So <clears throat> as I was checking, I, I I was seeing obviously you know when you're kind of detached from Twitter and stuff like that during the game you kind of feel like you you're building up completely different opinions to what the hive mind is saying mm. um so i thought we were we were actually first half we were fine barring the first 15 minutes i thought we absolutely battered them yeah. for the last half hour um but i was seeing the halftime people complaining um I, we just I, gave I, up too many chances but, but that... yeah i mean I'd, rather that, than being poor that 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 happens i mean that's, I don't think that's necessarily down to the players or any individual performances. I think that's just down to the way we set up. And I, I also think this. It, we, when we we have this echo chamber on Twitter, don't we? That we we almost I think forget that Chelsea are a really good football team. Yeah. And have the quality to, you know, a couple of times out of ten beat a press and get exposure back four. Mm. Or back three when it is with the fullbacks pushed up and Fabinho sitting in. So you, you do kind of lose that perspective, I think. Of, of these these, we, these we, games are where they're at their best as well, because the whole yeah. thing with them is that they is like, can they get enough points in the league by beating enough of the the worst teams? And they've dropped points in those games. Lukaku was supposed to be like the one to solve that, and he hasn't. But they're still the team that won the Champions League last season by winning all of these kinds of games, and we played them three times now this season. And every game, it's been tough in different ways. But, you know, like, they're Tuchel, like, he, he, he does seem to thrive. Even his last season, PSG, he gets them to the final. So he does seem to, a bit like kind of early era Klopp, I suppose Klopp still now, but drummer Klopp, like, with Dortmund and with us, he, like, constantly do well in, in like, big big team versus big team or even in games like where City were, like, the superior team. But, you know, he, he's kind of in that, like, era, era does remind me of, like, early clap under us where they just uh, they, they do well in these, these big games they're always competitive they're always dangerous 
You get more uh, space to play in, don't you? Yeah, that's, that's it. Really yeah, because it, it, it like it hides their weaknesses and emphasizes their strengths. So it's like, yeah, they they do thrive in these games, and I really, really don't want to draw them in Europe. I can't be arrested playing them yeah, again. Yeah, I was saying that's there's, there's, there's a lot of there's like the amount of snide that's built up as well now, just between like the the scrap in extra time, which was the funniest thing that happened all game, or <laughs> the. Or even just like you know, they're like 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 they, four of their players took the time to like shush our fans, you know, when yeah. they scored their penalties. It's just there's like it's getting back to like mid two thousands kind of level beef. And yeah, if you do keep playing each other more regularly, it just it fosters growth. Like it's already there. There's already like well documented animosity between like the the fans and stuff like that. But um, just with these set, of, you think it it never necessarily transmits to players like even though you see derby games it happens all the time but it becomes like a self-fulfilling thing where it's like oh these two don't like each other and oh now they're they're playing again and you know you just keep putting them together and you can see it out there's loads of the players who just like they, they have like a bunch of fucking cons on their team there's so many of their players i hate and like we have <laughs> players who like will will like get stuck in as well like you know like well, we have we have those players that the oh yeah we do hate. andy robertson's prime example isn't he yeah every, our, our two fullbacks our two fullbacks it. like trent's trent's just as bad like uh uh who else i yeah, think like, Elliot, really like Elliot as well as someone that like all neutrals are gonna hate as well so like um i like, keep it he just comes over and shoves Havertz <laughs> when it looks it, it looks like things had died down uh Elliot comes over like shoves Havertz like milner grabs him like he's a bold pe- child trying to drag him out there and of course Rudiger yeah. comes over and Rudiger manages to wind up Milner. Milner's screaming at him, and there's just like yeah. five or six different clashes. It's so I, funny. I, I think it is underrated how Chelsea do have the biggest twat in the league in Antonio Rudiger by a country mile. It's uh, either him or Bruno every, Fernandes. Like, he is. I, Rudiger, like, like, you know his two-footer thing that he loves doing as well? But yeah, yeah you know, he did that the first half. All the time. Yeah, he does. And a lot of time he just does it to like clear a ball that the other player isn't going to get to but if another player like stretches for it like it's like like some players do actually you've seen it like he, he does it where like he's probably not going to ever he's just doing it to like get ahead of the other player the other player isn't going to get there and there's no real risk catching him but the other player actually stops and looks at the ref like did you just see what he did <laughs> they're like kind of incredulous that like he has this technique for doing it and like it is eventually gonna if he does stay beyond this summer like it's eventually gonna lead to something because he's just always looking for conflict anytime there's a blow up he's 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 the first Chelsea player there when Havertz and uh as Havertz Trent, Havertz there, is thing. always there as well he's, yeah, he, he's yeah, always in the referee's one. face he's another one Kepa is like he has a seriously punchable face like you know <laughs> they're just yeah they are just a gang of cunts like Chilwell's another one when Kante he's playing Kante is a lovely guy but it's really yeah. annoying how much he gets away with yeah, tweet like he he didn't get there was there's so German he like rugby tackles that was yeah. outrageous. Like, yeah, and like it wasn't even blowing a foul. Someone tweeted it was like he he doesn't even get called a foul because people treat him like a make a wish child. You know, everyone just <laughs> fawns over him. And he's like, oh, he's lovely, and he is like, you know, he's like it's well like kind of documented, kind of to the point of parody that he's like sound and all this. But, oh, look at him yeah, smiling. It, 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 yeah, but like his his reputation kind of precedes him in like a really in like the most beneficial way possible that like you know he just gets away with it. and to be fair like, he's he's rarely like dirty he'll like he'll commit like a, a cynical foul but it'll, like, it like w- it won't ever be as like even as like the Kovacic ones yeah no he, he, he's clearly a lovely guy but you know yeah. it, it it goes beyond the point of 
you know, he's just a lovely guy, you know. <laughs> there's, there's yeah, but with, with his special. style, he's he's good. He's involved in like X number of challenges, which is way more than most midfielders. And inevitably, some of those are going to be fouls, and they either don't get called or they're not bookings when they should be. And like, yeah, the Robertson one was just like madness. But um, yeah, even Havertz as well. Havertz is if he wasn't before, he's he's a he's a snide prick now. <laughs> I, I watched that back at Trent, like, Trent completely initiates the contact. Trent's always, uh, he's always half looking for stuff like that, so, uh, yeah, add it again. Well, whilst we're talking about contact and fouls and that, we kind of inevitably got to get, get onto the, uh, the Trevor Chalabar, um, Naby Keita red card. Yeah. Is it, is I it? think it was. Really? Yeah. Shane? Uh, I was I was like pleasantly surprised how little, how little kind of talk there was about it. Chalabas done his own tweet, and even Neville on commentary was like, "No, it's not a red because he's, they're both going for it." But like the end result is still that like Keita plants his studs into Chalabas' groin to where he had to get stitches. Uh, but yeah, like, there wasn't even a VAR review. I think it was, or if there was, it was a quick one. It was just yeah, they're they're both going for it and. It's like they, they're both. They both went with the exact same technique, and uh, the referee even played advantage for Liverpool at the time. I think that was maybe what saved it was that he read it so wrong that they couldn't then be like, "Oh, you need to." It's actually worse than you thought. It's like because he because he'd already kind of given Liverpool advantage. They that they didn't want to like say, "Oh no, you were completely wrong." It's actually a red card the other way. I thought that was yeah. maybe what saved us. But um, it was quite funny because it happened in the first half as well with his arm in Mount's face. Like Liverpool got a free kick for it. <laughs> that was that was the first that was the first flare up. I was trying to get as Pelicueta was straight over for that one yeah, again. Yeah. There was I was yeah. just watching a video of Van Dyke and Rudiger were going at it, and uh, yeah, as Pelicueta was like straight into the referee's face, just like, like I can't stand the, them. For the interest of clarity, that was not a red card, obviously. But um, yeah, but yeah. I just thought because it happened once and he got away with it, I just thought it was going to be one of those things where. You know, you work so hard for it, and then something like that happens. But I just thought, I thought, as you say, the way his foot plants into his groin is is dangerous. So I thought, I, I could understand a red card. I think it should be. Oh, yeah, we'd, we'd we'd be livid if like, if like you know, Kante, who we we're just talking about, gets that benefit of the doubt where he plants his studs into. Yeah. My thing is, I, I don't think Chalaba has any right to be challenging for that ball in the first place. He gets nowhere near it. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that all you want, but you know he has had to have stitches in his groin because of a challenge that a Liverpool player. Well, I know, but he's planted yeah. himself there because he's gone in for a ridiculous challenge that he shouldn't have gone in for. Like, yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't he, he, yeah, he comes in. He comes in crazily as well. It's just that. His all logic. Crazy, all logic. His crazy, he, he misses Kader for the most part. Like Kader's injury is like probably just from his leg being jarred because of comes to us it, it meets it meets Shalaba's leg and comes the only to a reason, stop like... the only reason his thigh is there is because he, he he bombs in from Mars out and he makes the challenge early as well mm. which means he's planted his leg before Kate is even he was closer to the ball when he actually put his foot up for the ball as well like he's put his foot up when he's nowhere near the ball planted his leg in the floor Kate has gone for the ball and I think that's where probably Gary Neville's coming from, where Gary Neville was surprisingly unbiased yesterday. 
I thought I'm surprised he didn't want the red card for that. Yeah, well, he was he's like because Atwell was just basically he, he like Neville was praising him up to the nines for his performance, and it was basically just come down to he just wasn't calling anything. Like he could yeah. he could maybe have been given way more like the, like the fact that the first yellow is Kovacic in the 90th minute for what was the most blatant professional foul ever like that was kind of mad in itself because he could have been if he if he gives the yellow earliest I think if he sets the tone and mm-hmm. there could have been either more more yellows and more someone sent off or just the game kind of that taking the sting out of the game but he just was like not calling anything there was even one moment was it like Rudiger where he like German Rudiger was down the ball went out and Rudiger was basically lying on the ground to say like that he'd got a push or something. The referee went over to see if he was hurt, and Rudiger just starts talking back to him, and then Atwell realized, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. Get up! And like, and Neville was like praising him again for that. He was just like, oh, he's not having it. He's just telling him to get up and play on. It was like pure. It reminded me of all the discourse at the start of the season where people were talking about, oh, let it flow, and how it like people were saying it resulted in like Elliot's injury at Leeds because like you know the referee was just letting everything go. It was kind of like a throwback to that at the start of the season where the referee just wasn't calling anything but I, to be honest I prefer refereeing like that because it gives the game more flow even if even if you do get some like crazy fouls that aren't called it probably wouldn't be saying if we I prefer refereeing like that when you're not against a team that's constantly fouling <laughs> yeah. on someone who, someone's going to get the benefit of it like Antonio Rudiger like yeah, uh, yeah even if it's like I, I would despise Stuart Atwell to referee a game against Manchester City like that because of how reliant they are oh, on yeah, stopping yeah, transitions yeah. like that. I yeah. think Chelsea were quite similar with that, with the two in midfield yesterday. Um, I mean, obviously this isn't to say that Liverpool are any angels, by the way. Fabinho should have definitely had the booking. Um, they played advantage. Fabinho tackled somebody properly, badly at the edge of the area. They play advantage, nothing comes of it, and he doesn't get booked. It, it was a stonewall booking. Uh, that was the mount one where it went wide. Yeah. Just Pulisic lays it out wide to Havertz. Havertz chips it in and mount hits it wide. But yeah, like yeah. Fabinho kills Pulisic like it was, as he it lays was it off. Really bad tackle, like really cynical, really bad. And, I mean, and the ref even the ref saw because he because he played advantage. He yeah. just never came back to it. Yeah, I mean I, I'm somebody who is of the the orange card, red card, blatant tackle foul with no intention of the ball kind of side of things. So. I'm not the biggest fan of when games are refereed like that. Yeah. I'd rather just get a booking out the way and then uh, then it gives the game a bit more flow. But Yeah, the, the Kovacic one, it's it's one that uh, Michael Cox has been arguing for ages. He's like, that should be a red card because it's it's a professional foul. It's like literally zero intention to play the ball. You're killing the counter-attack. You're having to rugby tackle him just to get him down. Like, he'd say like that should be a red card or I think other people have said like, you make it like a, a sin bin or something because yeah, yeah. it's you know you, you should like you know it's that thing with it's the problem with like football the, with the simplistic rules is that the yellow card is like it's so one size fits all when there's like a variety of different fouls and then like the red card is like so severe as well it's fine it's so uh, final so the sin yeah, bin like, just I, feels perfect for it because it, yeah it really does and have that they brought it into um, Gaelic football uh, where where Cleveland Kelleher cut his teeth once, they had they had like they had yellow card and and red card for ages, and then they brought in uh, it was like black card and it was basically uh, just probably some GA fans listening to this tearing their hair out listening to me butcher the rule, but it was just like I think it was for like for things like that professional foul because it's a sport where you can like you can have these huge counters and you used to be able to just kill them by like rugby tackling someone so 
uh, they brought in like the black card for the sin bin and yeah you just go out for 10 minutes and like that would uh, I don't know what it like it, it might curb people doing those fouls or at least it, at least punishes them properly yeah, that, the yellow card the is like yellow card is like no punish the whole thing is like oh he's taking the foul and you're even when you see your own player doing that you're like oh yeah great yellow you know like that's that's like really smart play but it's like it feels like it's too easy to exploit you need to balance it out somewhat by something like a 10 or 15 minutes in men would be like a really good like it'd be more like a way more proper response to to getting such an advantage of killing like a big chance like that yeah but um well i mean the 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 officials made a bit of a habit of getting involved as well so further into the game after the keita chalabar incident which i think as a consensus we're probably saying red card yeah 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 uh, lucky to like not, like not even the yellow is is like it's insane. Yeah, if, if yeah, the fact it wasn't even a foul. Not even a foul. It was it went shocking. to us. It went to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, we had a. I mean, I don't know whether do do we do we have an offside goal before that? No, no. We had we had well, further on in the game anyway. We had a flurry of offside goals. Um, Liverpool had one when. Joel Massip had the ball in the back of the net and it was disallowed for an offside on Virgil van Dijk um, who was judged to have been influencing the play by somewhat blocking off um, Reece James. James on a pick and roll play. Um, yeah, I, I personally thought I'm 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 fine with that being offside. To be honest, I thought the Maguire one against Villa was offside as well. Um, but again, that's just me. Um, I'll head to you first, Josh. What did you think of the Van Dyke time, offside? Was the influence at, at the time? I'm fuming about it because it's like it just seems very inconsequential. Like he's not blocking for very long when you're first watching it, and then you think about it, and it's like yeah, he probably is. So. It's very easy to say it's all right now we've won it, but <laughs> I I think if we'd have lost, we'd be talking about it a lot more. But a, a, Joel, yeah, a Joel a Joel Matip cup final winner as well, like just yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I I understand now they're giving it offside, and if they're gonna if that's gonna be the precedent and it's gonna be consistent, then fine, no, no problem with a rule that's consistently enforced. It's when it starts to do what English referees do a lot, and um, they make it up on the hoof, and if they start doing that, then. Yeah, it's disappointing. But yeah, if that if if, if that's the rule they're they're told to follow and they follow it consistently, you've also got yeah. the fact that you 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 can, you can do that kind of basketball inspired pick and roll kind of thing whilst being onside as well. Like, yeah. You don't have to be offside to do it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it's as I said, it's fine. Fine that it's not being given now. It's kind of like the reverse of the. There wasn't there one time when Mane pushed someone offside. Yeah, he just shoved them into an offside position. And then they they couldn't like use it was kind of like a, <laughs> a an, an inverse of that where you could do like those those pick those block off plays uh, at corners and they're like unbelievably effective. You see it every week. There's like a chance or a goal comes from them. But yeah, you could you could probably find a way to, to stay on side and doing it. But when I first saw it, uh, I'd never I'd never actually seen it before because obviously with VAR that's the only time that you could catch something like that when it happened to. Um, United playing Burnley I thought like I saw it I was like 
that's really clever but it's also extremely funny that it's getting ruled out i was like god that feels harsh i feel like that should you should let that stand because it's like it's so clever but the precedent was set uh it was a very funny precedent and uh yeah came back to to be enforced against us and so yeah i think you, you say it's like fair enough but yeah the solution would just be to do that while also still staying on side you could just like like say where man they push someone offside you could just like kind of yeah push your push them so that you're on side and then still blocking them but unlucky it was a well work goal otherwise i'd quite like a rule almost as a maverick that you just offsides don't count from set pieces <laughs> like from the initial ball yeah, that's or, why we or the corners. first header yeah, they technically true. don't i mean they don't from corners or throw-ins it's just like yeah free kicks or yeah because not even goal kicks it is literally only free but kicks i'm thinking or... I'm, I'm just thinking from the first co- the first two contacts of so the kick and then the first contact then it's open play then like set piece and offsides i think would be quite cool it gets a lot of set piece plays and things a lot more yeah because like, cause like the, th- uh, the the mcguire thing like when i saw it first uh and i see that you're like oh it's like it's really clever and it's creative and clearly there's at least a bit of work has gone into it you yeah. know where someone has to coordinate and things like that and you're just kind of what, what calling that twice now people would have seen that twice in two televised games and they're just like okay you can't do that that just won't I'll work they're going to call yeah. it or at least you need to you need to like yeah find a way well, to stay on smart side, it but... yeah yeah VAR is going to screw you out of it well, but yeah, yeah lots of uh, lots of non-VAR teams could use it pretty effectively after um, after that we had the most debatable one, probably. Oh. I don't even know if it's debatable. Is it? Isn't it? I mean, it, the that, line is the line. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, ours, ours was the the matchup one was first, and then the first uh, Havertz one, uh, the header, which Keller and, almost saved. Anybody who's not Romelu Lukaku was offside today, uh, yesterday. I thought Lukaku was onside. Was that like thick tax or something that he's paying for? <laughs> <laughs> where, the, where the like the wranglers you know just gave them those extra few pixels or well it's... <laughs> but that's it it's pixels that's decided that yeah did you because when i as soon as it went to uh as soon as they showed the free flame replay i was like oh we're screwed because oh. literally oh. You, you see the line on the pitch and van dyke's foot is over it and lukaku's isn't and lukaku's leaning a bit but you still think that that's going to be significant and it's i still don't those... trust those i still don't trust the lines no, they draw neither. down no, down from the body no, no, I think he, I think he's on completely. It's, it, it, it doesn't feel as bad now because one, we're, we've got, we've, we're used to it. Do you remember like how terrible it was? Like you're talking about these people are starting to talk like, oh, when does an armpit start and end? It's like, what the fuck mm. are we talking about? You know, it's that fucking nonsense. We're kind of used to that now, but now the decision making is also quicker. So, do you remember before they'd like you'd watch them manually yeah. take out the lines, they select the the pencil tool on ms paint <laughs> you know just you know and you're watching it all in real time basically you're, you're like oh what like what what are we doing with our lives watching this nonsense and then they've at least made it quicker now so i can only well, think it's, it's still dubious as fuck but you don't get to like dwell on it it just happens. yeah you're i, like, I can like, only think there? i can only think they're not 100 percent sure it's on sides they've stuck with the original decision yeah which cool. is yeah, off the side so yeah. in that case fair enough because the technology is not going to be one hundred percent perfect, and I don't know, I don't know anything about this um, semi-automated limb tracking technology. I mean, at, at, at the end of the court, day, but... like you've got the 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 eye test of the assistant, and then you've got 
I mean, as uh, at the end of the day, all of these offside calls are subjective I'd be happy. to a point because it's like, where does the ball leave his foot? When yeah, does yeah there's, different, the there's different and... pixels. Yeah, it's like, it's a whole... I'd be happy using one line. And if the if the official is, uh, or the VAR is, is happy they're on side using one line, stick with it. Go with that decision. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to sound like um, you know someone in a pub talking, but we do want goals in football. And... VR does like get rid of more goals than it leads to. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, pre- I can't, I, you can't convince me. Or it does take away more goals than it gives back. Uh, and I, I still, I still wouldn't miss it if it was scrapped tomorrow. I mm. would be, I would be very happy if it was scrapped tomorrow. But it looks yeah. like it's here to stay. But you, at least you, they made you it say that, and then you have decisions like Sterling at the Etihad. In 2014, and I'm just like, no. Nah. I I never understood why people obsess over that because that happened at nil nil, didn't it? No, yeah. no, but no, I, I'm not on about the the yeah. consequence it has on the title race or the game itself. It's just yeah, such a bad decision. Like they need to oh, sort yeah. out. They need they need they need to stop being. I think they need to move away from offside is definitive because it's we're living in a world where you cannot be 100 percent sure. So there has to be a level of. Well, that's like the argument of make the line thicker, but then you still have the same. I think the lines are if lines are touching, you go with the on-site on-field decision. Personally, I, I, I mean, Shane, you watched the NFL as well. Yeah. The amount of cameras and angles, and they have they have sensors in the ball and on the players and everything. I I don't understand why football can't. Well, we are having this new technology, aren't we? That work quite well. In the Club World Cup, well, I mean, like players wear shin pads. Mm. Like, why, why? I also, I, I, I also. Oh, I all the players this, wearing mocap systems. You know, they're covered in the black suits and all the little balls. And <laughs> there needs way, to be a timer know. as well. <laughs> I think if you can't sort it out in thirty seconds, then on field. But that's it. Out. Like they've they've at least made it quicker. So even if it's like crap, we're not sitting there in real time watching them. Like, yeah. Because we see, like, even with this, we still get. You're saying like, oh, with the we still get this absolutely terrible Sterling at the Etihad thing. Look at the fucking state of the Rodri handball at, well, at Everton. Yeah, like yeah, you know, like like yeah. it's just like it's it's just there's no other way to describe it. Like people say like, oh, there's no other way to describe it except like the only explanation is corruption. I don't really go for it. I just think it's like I think it's just cowardice. I think it's just cowardice. They don't they just don't want to give it against. They're City. not they're not accountable. No. They're not accountable to anybody. With yeah, because so they if, they if, have if their own company. happens in the game that doesn't have a consequence on the league title. I think it's a penalty all day. I think if it's yeah. if it's an Everton player, it's a penalty. Yeah, probably. It? Yeah. Because it's, it's easier to give. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. It's refs just pure to, re, re, refs have lost. Refs have lost lost their bottle because they get abused all the time. I mean, look, look look at look at. I mean, we, we'll get on to refs the penalties. Refs used to be men. We, we, we'll get on to the penalties as a whole, but Kepa during the penalties <laughs> yesterday, like. I, Atwell was literally going over to him before he even stepped out to go back into the goal. I'm, I'm saying, listen, don't do what you've been doing. For him to go and do what he's been doing, for Atwell to go mm. and then go and go for the tenth time, get back on your line. Can, yeah, can you it's like he has, he has, I was gonna say, yeah, can you book someone in a penalty shootout? I know you. I know. I remember uh, you can book someone for fucking around with the penalty like I don't know if you remember really like infamously Paul Pogba 
while he's playing for the United youth team, he actually got a second yellow card at Anfield for like uh, stopping dead in the middle of his run up because of course he would because he's Pogba. He like stopped dead in the middle of his run up to like shimmy the keeper and then blah the pass the keeper had like already dived and like the referee literally gave him a second yellow card and sent him off. So like there is like you can't get booked like in during a penalty but you a shootout get, I don't get, think I've ever you seen. Get booked, you get booked on the booked bench of the game. Yeah, I was, I was, I would suggest he can be. I'd assume so. I mean, all it is is he so gets lawless. sent off, and you've they got feel... to, you've got to put a, a an outfield player, in an goal. outfield player, in goal. They, they yeah. feel so lawless and and like an anarchic. The fucking penalty shootouts, you know, it's just like <laughs> if you start doing mad shit, like who's gonna like the referee's like, oh, you know, what, what am I gonna do? Book him? I know. Do the, the referees even know what they can do? Like, yeah, they probably don't. He just like stop fucking around because if you think about it, a referee probably hasn't. Refereed many the, penalty shootouts in his the career. Pen, the, the, the the penalty taker can never pressurize the referee. They can never be like, come on, hurry up. You know, they, they can't like seem yeah. to be showing that they're cracking or anything. They just have to sit there and take it while the the keeper does God knows what. Like you know, whether it was like dudex spaghetti legs or things like that. You know, they just have to sit there stoic, wait for the referee to blow the whistle, and you know, the, the keeper can kind of take liberties as, as much as they want. Well, I mean, on I mean, on that on that point, we could probably move on to the penalties, um, and a a a a very brief summary, other than the thirty seven minutes that we've had of talk about the match, is it was a bit wild. There was a bit some flare ups. Goals were offside. Um, Gallagher made a couple of good saves with his legs. De Gea esque, and yeah, and Mendy saved Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah Mendy saved Chelsea. Sorry, I forgot about that bit. Yeah, I was gonna say because we'll we can the Kepa thing is is interesting in, in the context of Mendy's performance, who I would have given man of the match. To. I thought he was like yeah, best, best player on the pitch. Like like uh, we'll get on to Virgil Van Disney winning the award. Uh, <laughs> you know, just his unrivaled propaganda. Shit, oh, it's he, unbelievable! Like, I, saw, I saw him walking around the pitch with. I was like, who did he take that off? Did Diaz get it? He took it off because I had Diaz that one was our best player in the whole. I had Robertson personally. Uh, well, they work. They were it's the tandem though, didn't they? I I, I had yeah. Robertson purely because Diaz went off, and then Robertson was literally our only attacking threat in extra time. Yeah, but that's why that was Robertson's fault because Robertson hit a really shit pass for Diaz to go and chase. It was like a simple ball down the line. Robertson overhit it. Diaz had to stretch for it, and he fell on it awkwardly and was holding his hamstring after. So that's why I always take points off Robertson. I just give to Diaz because even though he like didn't, uh, he didn't score, which like I guess you, you, for some people you'd have to do as a four or at least create a goal. But it just it was kind of like uh, weirdly it was kind of like what Hazard used to do for Chelsea, where just like the entire attack is running through him. The, the strategy is okay. This ball, this guy's dropping to the halfway line against the team sitting deep. Just just get him the ball and, and everything's going to kind of go through him he'll he'll take on his his fullback or the wide center half as it turned out to be he'll he'll link up he'll like he'll like team up with the fullback you know it just felt like everything was going through him and even when i was looking at the the amount of touches he had which is like it was only the three out of the back four and fabinho who had like more touches than him so he was and he obviously he goes off early but he goes off in an extra time but yeah the, the attack really was going through him he had I don't know, was it twice the number of touches of Salah or like 50% more? It was like a crazy amount. And I was actually getting, you were saying, Dave, like you was at the sore Achilles. I was like, I was actually getting tired watching him because it felt like he was doing so much sprinting both ways. He was carrying it so much. The amount of times he was taking Chalaban on and then running down the line with it, it was like, I, I was surprised he didn't go off earlier. 
he just like absolutely ran himself into the ground on and off the ball. Uh, and so, yeah, I'd, I'd give it to him. But yeah, just Van Dyke. I like Van Dyke was good. You know, he didn't make any mistakes. He, you could credit him with some of the offside goals because he's the one that pulls up, even if he looks like he gets lucky with the Lukaku one. But it's just like <laughs> if ever it's not clear if, if there's no like outstanding candidate for man in the match, even though I think it was Mendy. It's like, oh, we'll just give it to to this guy who's like everybody loves. And he's just got this aura about him. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can just a quick one before we get into the penalties and the Liverpool chances, which we haven't mentioned. I don't know how that slipped my mind. I think it was because I probably stuck them in medium yeah. folder because it was kind of just an absolute stressful experience watching yeah. most of those chances. There's, there's, a, there's a lot to talk about this game. So uh, much did happen. Yeah, so the money won. Um, well, the money won. I don't, I don't like the praise of Mendy for this one because really? the money won. Well, no, yeah, the actual stage itself. And they shouldn't give him a chance. Do you think? Yeah. But, because I but, think he, no, he's uh, under pressure this... to make to make to to get it off as quickly as he can. No, I mean for Mendy, he creates that oh, chance yeah, for Mendy yeah. with a really yeah, poor right. save from from uh, from Cater. That's such a poor save. He has from to push Keita, that out. Like n- yeah. Yeah. He has to push it away. Way for not Keita. back, not straight back to an onrushing attacker. It's a great save. I mean, yeah, fair enough. He's it's a brilliant reaction. Yeah, he, he makes it for himself. But he creates and... he he creates his own problem there. Yeah, and Mane and Mane should just like even though he's stretching a little bit, he should just like yeah. slam it into the roof and that and make but it. You, you no see discussion. all you see all the accounts that posted the video saying, "Oh, what an amazing double save!" It's like, it really isn't. It's a great, it's a good great save. reflex save. It's, it's and a, a really, really po- it's, it's a very basic it. error for the, for the... It, it sound almost sacrilegious. It reminded me of like the Dudek double save in, in Istanbul, yeah. where he kind of it comes at him, and maybe Bumbles Dudek it with Dudek's case, he, it just comes straight at him. He just has to like push it back where it came from, and and then it hits off. And yeah. whereas Mendy, you'd, you'd you'd be like annoyed if Allison didn't push it out wider or whatever. Like that's the real skill. It's not getting there. It's what you actually where you send it. But yeah, it was still like an amazing like reaction and i think uh i, I, I did find neville going to Ma- say man should have dinked it <laughs> really <laughs> is that what he said yeah i thought yeah, he said he should have put it into the roof it. he should have lifted it but i think no he, lift it. it i think that's to be you know just like you fire it into the roof and yeah then... i don't think and, he, he could yeah. because of the little like he has a man in the corner of his eye steaming in I don't really, I don't really criticize Mane too I, I, much. I, I really don't think there's much to criticize from Mane. I think he's actually he played poorly. With pure venom. Yeah, he did play well, but um, Mendy reacts well to his own. Yeah. If we're calling it a mistake, he. Do you think Mane a, didn't he, play? Well? I thought he played well. I don't think he was great. I don't think he was great. I think him and Diaz should have swapped. Uh, I thought it he just was, wasn't sticking. Thought he was up, thought he was it didn't up, yeah. stick. Yeah, the only problem. He worked times, hard, he, and there was a couple of times he he neglected to play a pass when he could. You remember the. The one that sticks out in my mind is where Diaz uh, flicks the ball over James's head, does one of his four no-look passes of the game, because I watched it back, the highlights of <laughs> yeah. Diaz, and he, he just kept spamming no-look passes. I don't know, did you catch that, Dave, in the stadium? No, Diaz I didn't. Like, I, yeah, I only saw it when I came out. It, it's madness. He just, like, he just spat. It's like, it's, like he had to, it's like he had a bet on or something. He was just, like, kept doing it. There was at least four in a two-minute highlight video of him I saw today. When when, when I've um, seen him doing it, I don't know if it's actually, like, some kind of reflex that he's built into himself to try Van and, Van Dyke like... does it as well. Van Dyke does it all the time. Like, when he's just on the sideline, hit the back, he just, like... And, like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if they're looking an actual team at it's like, no, Diaz is, like, 
he's hitting the ball in field and he's looking out over the touchline. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't really make sense when it's, he's looking. It's, yeah, just, de- it's like a tank, it's like a tank or something. But he he did that where he in the second half he flicked it over James's head. He's away, plays Mane down the left, mm-hmm. and Mane just should have played Diaz in for a chance and just dawdled on it. But I think he was he was all right, Mane. He Salah's probably more of a discussion because he Salah yeah. just couldn't get anything going against Chelsea sitting deep. Um, you think, oh, he's up against Marcus Alonso, but really he's up against like Rudiger and all for all for that. He's a prick and all that. He he had a good game. Um, just didn't let Salah have too much throughout it. But I just, um, thought, I, I just thought they defended Salah quite well. They always yeah. do, I think. They, they, they always tend to. Well, they let him in. They let him in at Stamford Bridge, where he ghosted in for that unbelievable. Is that such a good goal he scored at Stamford Bridge? And it's another unbelievable goal that he scored at a 2 2, where we let the other team back into it so it gets forgotten about. But uh, I, n- I yeah. never wanted to take a free kick again. Yeah, me neither. That first half. Come on. But he yeah. I think he should have scored. I think he should have scored the one on one. I don't think I don't think I it think was the he right thing. He takes it a bit too wide, doesn't he? Yeah. Mendy was getting, Mendy got a lot of praise for that one. I know everyone's like, "Oh well, Salah missed it," but uh, there's a guy on Twitter who does. If you ever see him, he Is does like the Harrison. I don't know his first name. I think it's John. Maybe he's he's like he's like a uh, astrophysics PhD guy who's also a bit like a goalkeeping performance model, and he just like judges one on ones and like if they're the patient slander or... from that account hits. Very yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. He always points out that Ederson's way too impatient and rushes out, whereas Allison is like the best in the world at the the long range one v ones, as he calls them. But yeah, he was like full of praise for Mendy for that. He was like, Mendy just waits and waits, and then he he times it to like Salah. He, th- he, he did it really well with Diaz as well. Um, I never had any faith in Diaz on his left foot. Anyway, but even though he even though he can hit them with his left foot, but yeah, he he. I think that was kind of almost Mendy's aura as well. It's just yeah, like he's, he's really patient. He's just... He waits, and then Diaz takes it a bit too wide, and yeah, it's, mm. it's a really good goalkeeper, I thought. Um, yeah, but because he gets like we, we kind of the 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 Mane save is like the sensational one, but you dig into it, it's like it's not as good. Whereas the those other moments where they don't get nearly as much comment, but there it's just like really it's like the stuff you see from Allison where it's unspectacular, but it's just really really solid. Um, but yeah, why? Uh, imagine, imagine taking that guy off before a penalty shootout. I mean, you can go back on my Twitter when they first signed Mendy. I was a bit, I wasn't critical, but I, I was, I, I wasn't really buying the hype. Oh yeah, me neither. I thought, I thought, yeah, sure. He was like, yeah, he was like, uh, they even said it. He was on the dole until he was like twenty three or yeah. twenty four, and he's oh, he's playing yeah. league duh, from like up to the age of twenty seven. Like he's come from nowhere. Like it is a mental. It's like kind of even like more it's like better than Vardy because like he's actually like come from nowhere and in two years he's like winning the European Cup like he's barely playing like at the highest level and it's like a ridiculous rise like that late in his career I mean even going from the Dole to playing for Marseille like as quickly as he did mm. and then don't get me wrong he, he, he dropped a bit again and then but I, I, I wasn't necessarily buying it because of how stingy Chelsea's defence was when it comes to quality chances so it was mm. kind of like, okay, so, but when he does start facing these quality chances, how does he fare then? It's like Oblak as well. I, mm. I, I am being the biggest, I've always rated like the Allison to the world over Oblak because of where he plays. But I mean, Mendy, he, he, he claims so much in the air. Don't get me wrong, he has a couple of ropey moments, but it's because they're so reliant on him coming out and claiming as many crosses as he does. Um, mm. 
And I mean, I I think those those two one v ones kind of sum him up. He's really patient. He closes the angles down well, and he's so big, he's so big, um, which makes we'll get we'll get onto it now. The decision to 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 sub him off, even more bizarre for me, especially when you consider within the last month he's actually won a penalty shootout to yeah. win a major trophy. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Tim Krull's got blood on his hands. That's Louis Van Gaal, really, <laughs> that isn't was, it? That, yeah, that's that was the first time we'd ever it was ever done on a on a grand stage. It was the World Cup where it's the only time it's worked. <laughs> but yeah, in that case, it was like you know your number one is Stecklenburg. Like he's your clear number one, but he's also like not like nobody's going to confuse this guy for being like a world class keeper. And then you bring in this guy who's a penalty specialist, whereas. The contrast with Chelsea is okay. You're bringing a guy who's a penalty shootout specialist, but you're bringing off arguably the best goalkeeper and like you know definitely a top three goalkeeper in the world right now. Like, uh, even was it? Yeah, it was earlier this season when when Chelsea were really good. Like in like the first ten or twelve games, Mendy. I think it was this season, not last. Yeah, it was this season. Mendy just had like a ninety-five percent save percentage. Like, do you remember the the Brentford game? Feels like forever ago, but like he was just like. He, he can be like insane some of the run of form he goes through but yeah he's like one of the best goalkeepers in the world and you're just gonna take him off and you either like and like Tuchel kind of does it because like Tuchel kind of violated the the backup keeper starting the final pact by even starting Mendy in the first place but then he still yeah. like brought in Kepa like surely if, if you go full sentiment you say like okay well Tuchel was right because Mendy had a, a great game and if Kepa's playing we probably score at least one goal from open play but um yeah it's one of those it's it's like it's it's either gonna be there is no like middle ground it's either you bring in Kepa and he wins it for you and you're a genius or he doesn't save it he does a, a David De Gea in the Europa League final like literally down to the last penalty uh and yeah you that's two now he's lost isn't it Kepa cup finals Carabao yeah, that was because uh, it was. It, it started with him in in 2019 refusing to come off. Yeah, and uh, and he actually did save a penalty in that shootout, but then they they still lost it anyway. I just don't know where he's got. Has he given himself this title as a penalty shootout specialist? No, they showed it because he he he'd won a few penalty shootouts a lot across the last uh, couple of seasons. Yeah, and he so like he'd like save see. penalties in them a bit a bit like Kelleher, but like Kelleher is a kid, you know. The yeah, I was not, not, not the most expensive goalkeeper of all time. Unless <laughs> we forget, the argument I have it in 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 favour of it is something along. If 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 Chelsea have the data to back this up, Chelsea don't have the data though. You you, you can't replicate the environment that you're in enough to justify taking Edouard Mendy off. Not having Edouard Mendy in, so you you've got to justify that that the gap between Kepa and Mendy is is so large that it justifies a Mendy being brought off. And if I'm Mendy, I'm pissed off right now. Like if you're Liverpool players, you're happy to see him go off. I think you've just spent 120 minutes. Yeah, yeah, you, you've just spent 120 minutes. This guy just batting away everything, whatever about the quality of the saves are difficult. He was still he made at least six saves and he batted them all away. You you couldn't score against this guy in 120 minutes when you've been scoring goals for fun all season and now you're seeing him go off for a guy who's okay, whatever he's he's a specialist, but he's not Mendy, you know. And I you haven't think, just you haven't been you spent all game getting frustrated by him. If you try and keep it really basic, Mendy's six foot four, Kepa's six foot one. Yeah. 
Like in a penalty yeah. shootout, three inches is huge. Like how many he saves? He saves Kadates. He saves Van Dijk. He saves Van Dijk. Well, he, does he stand where Kepa stands? We can almost go through <laughs> the penalty shootout is so long we can almost like go through it chronologically as well. Like the I timeline. Would to, I would need to I would need to pull up who did what. I mean Fabinho Penenka in the Milner, second Yeah, yeah, we talked about the Emre Chenenka uh, yeah. six years ago, Fabinho just uh <laughs> re invoking the pod. Uh and Salah There I were nineteen we... good penalties. There were 19 uh, good ones, and it was Kanate and Kepa's are the, are the only really bad ones. Yeah. Kelleher nearly saves one, doesn't he? I actually thought there was one Rudiger's. Is it Werner's? Rudiger's wasn't good at all, and he was lucky that Kelleher didn't go that side. Yeah, because he got a hand to Werner's. Kelleher was a bit silly for not going Rudiger's side as well, because Rudiger goes that central, you can actually see what side he's going. Yeah, he can only do that. He can only. Um... Yeah, Jada's one scored the lowest in like the. There's a guy on Twitter does expected penalty. So like from yeah, where the from yeah, where the ball is placed. It's feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like because it, it was in the middle and it wasn't straight along the ground either. It was off the ground. So if Kepa like leaves his feet in there when he dives I to the side, he's, like, he's, um, I think he's been playing a bit it. too much FIFA to be honest, because that was a proper FIFA pen. Yeah, this feet. <laughs> oh, sure. There's three Kepa's, inches. Kepa standing on the left side of the goal for Van Dyke's is like something you do in FIFA because you know you can move <laughs> the keeper just over to stand on one post. And Van Dyke was like, "Okay, I'll just kick it through there anyways, and then stare and he you still down." Still goes that way. To be fair, if you if got, got a man in the match for that, then I say fair play. But, he, you know. he, he hits that like I have never seen any, but like the confidence it takes. I thought he was going to miss. I I I thought Van Dyke was going to miss just because I was like. Oh, people are always like, like you know, if if, if like if there's if like Van Dyke uh, like loses possession and then five minutes later yeah. a team scores, you're like, oh, look at this! But like, that people a, are that... always looking for anything because he is like hyped up so much because he is brilliant. That was a narrative, then... wasn't it? Van Dyke yeah. missing the narrative. Like, everybody yeah. in the ground was saying he's gonna put his lace laces um, through this, and I mean, he did. Did he? Did he? Fuck. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, and, and the top in. Trent, Trent, then I think Trent, the best penalty. Trent came up next, next. He had the best penalty, just like yeah, the way he'd take a free kick, just lash the top corner, and then Salah. I don't did we mention Salah in the last pod, but he stayed in the the superstar role number five that he did for Egypt. This time he got to actually take it and score it as Change, he always he's does. He's changed his run up, hasn't he? He has. I noticed that against it's less sprinty <laughs> against North. Uh, yeah, he doesn't do his uh, he, like jumps up. He's, like the way he takes it, it's kind of like a child. The way he used to, he just yeah. like he does like he a big up and hits it. Yeah, now he hits it like a, an adult human being now, and it's like as as long as the conversion rate stays the same, whatever. But uh, that was three out of three with this new one. That was it. He's got an insane conversion rate for Liverpool, but like it's always looked like the worst technique ever. Oh, his penalty is terrible. He, but he's got like ninety five percent when the average one for Egypt as well to get them into the World Cup. Yeah, like even the one like he scores in Champions League final, like it's actually. It, like oh, Larice like is there, but it, it just beats him with pure power. It's like Larice is right there, but it's just it's past him before Larice can kind of even get his hands up properly. It has to be said, going into penalties, I wasn't too confident because I don't know why, but Chelsea oh, just had, had this kind of aura about them going into penalties. I, I'm not even really though we sure. we'd beaten them in in like the very similar Super yeah, Cup game, I'm not really sure how to explain it. But I wasn't too. Don't get me wrong, Kepa coming in, it gave me a bit more confidence, but. 
Um, oh, my arse is gone. I was just, yeah. I was when you really missed the fact Andy Robertson was taking our eighth penalty, we have a lot of good yeah. penalty takers in our yeah. squad. Elliot, Elliot 9. Yeah, Elliot 9. Yeah. And, um, Elliot was a good penalty, wasn't he? I, I, was, I was at a meeting, so I missed the penalty shootout, and I was following oh, on Twitter. Dear. It was just Neil Jones, 1 0 Milner. <laughs> 1-1 Alonso 2 off of media I was like oh for fuck's sake just hook Neil Jones directly then, then you would think then it'd be like okay it's 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 8-7 they're going to miss this one no okay 9-8 uh, yeah so can can anyone yeah. even remember who went Jota was 6 I'm pretty sure and we, we said Jota's his six, and then... Origi 7 yeah oh yeah Origi graced the game with his presence uh, it was very funny when uh yeah, so you didn't get to, you were you didn't get to see the penalties live than Joshua the commentary. Like, no, I just I yeah I just watched <laughs> um, them post. I don't like there there wasn't much too much comment on any of like the individual players too much. It was like oh he looks nervous. Like all the players were just walked up like killers or whatever. But when it was uh, Verder's time to go up, Neville hmm. he, he didn't go like full. <laughs> he did like as soon as like Verder starts to <laughs> like the walk up, he didn't go ooh you know like, <laughs> as if just Verder's presence like oh he's narrative dictates in the same way everyone knew De Gea was missing for United yeah. in like the Europa final uh, and Werner's penalty wasn't good <laughs> Neville said it something to the penalty. yeah he said something to the effect like if there was someone who's not that confident you know it's this guy or and he doesn't hit a great penalty but he he, he gets away with yeah. it um, there was a world record amount of Gary Neville ooze yesterday so well yeah 120 10. minutes that's 33 percent <laughs> more ooze you know it's, you did, it's i think just, you did three in the first half just for all the missed chances yeah probably the cater one as well oh, it's mason mount while it was oh, Ooh, oh yeah okay, there was yeah he was down. uh in top calm form down. was Nev, but yeah and then which which chelsea players uh because it was four of them gave the big shush to the liverpool fans reese james oh, of course Chalibur. Uh, was Chalibur for what Shalaba was no Shalaba didn't. It was Lukaku, Jorginho, Lukaku, yeah, um, yeah. Rich James and um, not sure who the other Silver? one was actually. Silver? I don't know. I can't remember. Well, it wasn't yeah. Shalaba. Um, so the, I didn't watch it live. Might, so yeah, yeah. and uh, so it comes down to the keepers then, and uh, Keller Ke- as they uh, Keller is great. What yeah, point? as I said, it wasn't quite Kevin Pressman. If you, uh, you better know that penalty. I know you're younger than me, but you better know the Kevin Pressman penalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah in like top four, it wasn't like quite that level, but they said like, oh, Kelleher like played in attack up until he was like 16, or he used to do a bit of outfield and he played a bit of GAA, so he can hit a dead ball, you know. But uh, yeah, his was was like one of the best penalties. And then <laughs> I was watching, I was watching the game at my. Uh, with my partner she was watching it with me and like she was kind of like watching it she was like oh this is she was like this is terrible this is so tense like someone's going to be the bad guy you know and she like she was, she was getting ready to feel really bad for whoever was going to miss a sudden death penalty and then like we both just actually burst out laughing at the cap one I don't know like I'm sure it, I'm sure in like the stands it's like euphoria but it had to be like a bit of oh, just no. like incredulous like laughing your in, in, laugh, in, your in the room off and, um I was with my dad and my dad was going it would be absolute perfection if after all the arse and both he has done with players stepping up to take the penalties he was the one who fucked up <laughs> and then he goes and blazes it over the bar like that it was absolute perfection, it was amazing yeah, like if that ball ever 
it's in orbit now, of course, still. But it's like, longer than yeah, somebody's car. If, but no, no. If it, it, it's, it's up there, and eventually, it's going to meet Charlie Adams' penalty from ten years ago <laughs> in, the, in the in the final. And Lovren's. And yeah, they're yeah, they're going to collide, and yeah, that'll be uh, the new Big Bang Theory. So <laughs> that, that thing about the two Charlie Adams one. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. You forget because we won today. <laughs> No. Yeah, I, I forgot about the lover one until Josh mentioned it. I yeah. always said Charlie Adderwood because it was nearly like, you know, 10 years ago in the same final. But uh... I remember that, that, that Lovren, um, not the Lovren penalty, but remember the Lovren shot against Filler. 30 yard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I was about, uh, when was it, like 2016? 14. 2014. 2014. 15, so I was what? 15. I was 15. No, I was 15. Yeah, it was Rogers' last season. I was what, 15. And I was watching it in the pub with my entire family. And at this point, I wasn't too sweary in front of them. Um, and I remember just going, as the ball came out to him, I going, don't do it, no. don't do it, and he walked out of, oh, fuck off, oh, in a pub in front of my entire family, um, yeah, that was, um, that wasn't, yeah, the, Dan Lovren comes with a warning label, maybe bad for your family relationships, yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that Lovren was just like, just summed the whole season up, pretty much. But yeah, and then we have obviously Liverpool in the cup, and then we lift the cup. And the shuffles and... back. It's, yeah, the shuffles back. Yeah. It's great. Someone's kid lifts the trophy. <laughs> who, who is that kid? It was a random kid that Allison decided to pick up on the way up. Um, apparently, it was the same kid that also got onto uh, the pitch. Yeah, apparently it was. Yeah. Is this is this child an industry plant? You know. Because <laughs> because then they were done lifting the His trophy. His engagement. Allison like. Because I was that makes sense. It makes a bit more sense. Allison like brought the child there because Allison at afterwards said like everyone had got a chance to lift trophy. Allison then picked the child up and like walked off frame on, yeah, on TV. Just, like, with us. Like, he just like picks the child up and just goes, "Yep, move." Just going to toss him on the barbecue or yeah. something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, who is this? Who is this mystery child who's who's apparently part of the squad? Like he was, uh, he was there. He was. Well, he was more there than uh, Curtis Jones was, anyways. I know. Uh, yeah. I yeah. didn't see jo- I didn't see Gomez once either, but I've since seen. I have seen Gomez. I've seen photos of him with the other center halves. Yeah. Uh, people noted as well. Ox had like, I don't blame Ox either because like you know he he didn't get on even though he was in the squad. Whereas Elliot, yeah, we have, we somehow haven't even, haven't even mentioned the fact that Thiago pulled up in the fucking warm up. Uh, we we've gone all this we've gone this far without mentioning. I remember. Yeah, I think that, we've all that, just that kind of ignored that. It was like breaking <laughs> news. Everyone cry. was like, "Fucking fuck me!" Because it was literally the thing we talked about on the last episode. We said, "Oh, having Thiago against Kovacic and Kante will be a real boost and help us control the game." <laughs> and he like literally in the warm up goes off and yeah, like oh, we don't know how bad that is. Apparently, it's like a tight hamstring, so maybe it won't be. I think it was too just bad. precaution to be honest. Yeah, just don't play. Yeah. Not. But yeah, that was like fucking hell. But Elliot goes then from not even being in the squad to getting on, which is kind of interesting. Like he was definitely the right. I think he was like, I think it was a fair enough sub to make him though. He didn't do much after coming on. But uh, Ox, uh, you, you, you could be a bit pissed off if you're Ox, like that someone who wasn't in the squad gets on then I ahead be. of you. I, 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 yeah. I've been Ox. I've, I'm not in football, but like I've I've been Ox where like I've been to a final and I was on the bench like so I I didn't get on like for something like that and you're just you, you actually don't feel it is weird to know what to feel like you kind of be happy for like your your mates and the squad and stuff like that but you also like can't well i suppose you can always be costa simicast you know that'd be my advice to all people like be more like be more like simicast just fucking 
Yeah, just... I, I, uh, I, I can tell you for no, certain, that's why no Jones shame. will be pissed off as well, is because Elliot's gone in there ahead of him. Uh, yeah, both of them both of them missing out, they can, like, say, ah, well, we're the youngins, you know, but Elliot's literally, not is he younger, but he's already had to come back from a devastating injury, and Jones has had this weird thing recently where he's either starting a game or he's not in the squad, so, yeah. Jones will start the next five now, though. It's yeah, it's, it, well, yeah, he'll be starting against it? Norwich, which is, I suppose, the cup, it's the FA Cup. It won't mean much, but yeah, he'll he'll get a few more league starts probably before the season's out. But yeah, it, we we don't know why he wasn't. Uh, he was. I suppose he was hardly even with the fans, was he? That, that's that's possible, I suppose. No, he, but, he was uh, there. No, he was definitely there. Was he in with the fans, or where was? No, he? no, no. He was on the pitch. Yeah, it's just not a single sighting of him. The... Yeah, no, there's no photos of him. Oh, so he anything. so he was on the pitch. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with the squad. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's fair enough then, because I, I guess I just haven't seen photos of it, because I didn't see Gomez once in the... And by the way, we need to talk about the... Do you like the, the trophy lift up in the stand? Uh, what do you think of it? I, 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 I don't, but when he brought it down to the pitch, yeah, for whatever reason, they, they had it facing like one, like I, I would say... Corner. A fifth of the Liverpool fans. It was really bizarre. I saw that, yeah. It was like, it was facing, it was like the kind of corners, corner fly, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know why they called it. They, like... they still, it looks like afterwards they went around to, to all the, uh, like the, that half of the stadium, but, uh, I just don't know why they can't set it up on the day and bring all the photographers into a predefined area in the penalty area. I, yeah, I, I don't get it. Well, Nev- Neville was given like, oh, it should always be up in the stand, especially this 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 stadium with its history. It's, like, well, it's not the same it's stadium, always... you know, it is yeah, the rebuild. But there's no been room. Me. They're all standing in like a line. And I'd say the FA half, Cup. Half of them didn't have their medals either when the, when Trophy got lifted. Half because they both came yeah, in. They went up two ways, didn't was, they? Yeah. yeah, it was really weird. It made the, the, FA no, Cup, was like, the organization was all over the place. I'm fine with the FA Cup, but not the League Cup. Like, is the League Cup really synonymous It's the greatest tournament in club football. Exactly, which is why we should revolutionise things, Josh, and have it on the pitch. Yeah. We have now won it more than anyone else. Have it in disguise. Again. <laughs> Have it in disguise, yeah. Just get a sky freaking like a sky on a big carabao blimp. tower. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Repla- replace the trophy with a big cat of carabao. Yeah, that's what it should be. I think I'm going to get a six pack of carabao and take it into work tomorrow. Yes, Everybody have a carabao on me. Uh, <sighs> yeah. No one yeah, gets kep- <laughs> Is it? Do we do we call it the kel the kellerbow or the kepabow? I feel like it needs to be. The Kepabo or the Kelabo. It'll be the Kepabo because he, 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 he did uh, a similar, well, not a similar thing, but he, he kind of made headlines a few years ago as well. Yeah. He, he was brought on for one job, which was to save penalties. He didn't do that and he missed one. And he so. cried. Um, right. Quick mention of Leeds. We, we, we're not really chronological with this. But oh, we we're done talking about the celebrations. I, <laughs> I did. There, I don't know if you've seen the video of Karate choking on the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best and Robert's thing, laughing the best at thing him. I, I called. I called the fight with Elliot getting involved. Before you say it was actually the. It wasn't like it was like just a social media clip because it was like clearly off the side, but like Karate just starts choking on the confetti and Robertson sees him and is just like roar laughing. Yeah, Karate was uh, was good value in the. The post-match celebrations. I'd have him runner-up to Simicasa's celebrations MVP. Simicasa. And shout out to Minamino, who hasn't got a bet yet. It was Minamino's goals who, who got yeah. us to the final. He he didn't get on, but they made sure to. There's a video of Hen- Henderson and some others making sure he, he did a big, you know, got the fans to like really give him a big cheer because, 
he definitely played his part and obviously Keller got the most ridiculous fucking finale to like you know that's his career set like you know he could never do anything mm-hmm. again and he'll be remembered forever whereas Minamino will probably like be like his Liverpool career kind of fade into irrelevance because he didn't get into the final but you know shout out to him for yeah at least getting that moment with the fans because yeah his like, literally he scores that last minute winner against or last minute equaliser against Leicester to yeah. even get Not us bad. there so yeah. Good for Taki. Just you, you want to see him do well. Well, he's got the chance to do it in the FA Cup as well. He does. Bit do a leaper as well. Bit of, oh, that is. I think we can we can allocate that song a place in Liverpool folklore at this point because the reaction in the stadium when that <laughs> came on yeah. was unreal. Everybody knows Anfield. it. Imagine Anfield when we win the league. I Actually, was... Dave, there, there's something. Yeah, how, there's something else we have to ask because uh, there was lots of. Uh, Ukrainian flags in the I should there wasn't the Liverpool end but in the Chelsea end as well like there's like Chelsea fans wanting to say like they're in a fucking weird position whatever about like the Chelsea fans who are like you know scum and chatting like even Daniel Story reported on Twitter about them chatting like yeah. murderers and you kill your own fans like the usual fucking nonsense but like there was loads of the with like Ukrainian flag like what was what, what was what was that like or any observations on that um the, the the thing with Chelsea is everything about Chelsea when it comes to fan culture and in particular flags and stuff like that is it all looks like it's been made at home by a child to take to a WWE event. Um, yeah, they had that sign, didn't they? When Mourinho got sacked, the three rats. It was like Fabregas, Hazard, and Costa. Yeah. And all, three, all three of their names were like misspelled and, and like the, <laughs> not fitting onto the piece of cardboard. The, the, the plastic flags and stuff, it looked like something you would see straight out of some authoritarian regime using as a propaganda film. Um, so, yeah. uh, to, to be completely honest, I, I can't really take anything Chelsea do particularly seriously because it doesn't kind of coexist with the rest of their fans' broad views. Bramovich wasn't at the game. We we know that much because he's he's literally in Belarus. Uh, he's banned from the apparently, UK, apparently negotiating a peace process despite the fact that he he's doesn't reporter, have anything to do with Sky politics. Sports report. He's oh he's nothing to do with. He's not political. You know. Um. Uh, it, it it's very funny to see how quickly everyone's turned on him when like for year like it's always been a like a pet hate of mine that like you know he would always cut to him like uh, whenever Chelsea scored a goal or a big goal or they'd want to be like oh look at this benevolent owner he he donates his billions and he gives to charity it's like his money everyone's known all along where his money coming from but like nobody had a problem with it and now it's like oh wow there's actually oh, it turns, this guy was bad I can't believe it you know it's like this is what he's always been you know he's Chelsea have like it's because of Putin's regime that Chelsea have well, like He's, he's Putin's senior advisor, isn't he, really? If, if, yeah, he, he recommended Putin for the job. and He's you know, Mr. A in the Kremlin. If you look at some of the coverage from back in 2003-04 when he bought the club, this is what people were warning about, is that you are just an extension of this billionaire. When, when anything goes awry, you can get dropped, like, like that, like th- there's no help in you, and th- this is a club that's indebted to the man, to the tune of what is it like, one point five, two billion, yeah, um, and that was before the guy was even gonna build a stadium for the club that he then scrapped in a public spat, initially, not too long ago, if 
that seems to have just gone kind of under the radar and swept under the rug. But Chelsea were due to build a new stadium and that just got swerved as soon as he mm. decided to spit his dummy out not too long ago. Um, this switch to the charitable trust is just so transparent. Uh, they've, they've since came out and said that they're not actually... Yeah, they haven't agreed to anything. Right. Yeah, so it's like... Yeah, who who knows what the fuck is going on? What's actually going to happen? Um, um, I saw um, Kieran Maguire, who has his own uh, podcast, the the Price of Football, um, really good coverage of football finance. That isn't so um, Microsoft Excel based as Swiss Ramble. Um, he he mentioned something along the lines of. Okay, well, if the British government's reclaimed Roman Abramovich's assets in the UK, then Chelsea FC goes bust because of this death, and and Putin can tell. Is, is he the same? Because there was a there was an economist from uh, he was the from the University of Liverpool, I think it was. They quoted him in Forbes. Is he the same guy? Because it he is was saying, Kieran Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was some yeah, Kieran, yeah. So that was him. He was like saying uh, that yeah, he could. He could. He just could basically ask for that loan back and like the club just fold Chelsea. Yeah, I, um, I, I wonder. I'd, I'd be surprised if it is that easy. But like, who the hell knows? Like, maybe it is. If he's like well, Chelsea fans, like, oh, well, it's a U- University of Liverpool lecturer. Of course, he'd say that. You know. But like, um, yeah. What he what what he says in the piece is essentially that then Putin can turn around to the British government and say, "Well, I told you so." Who would bat an eyelash if Chelsea FC went bust? Honestly, who? Yeah, that's that's like uh, the queen. The queen today spoke out, you know, against the, the Aston the Villa is the Royals in. club. Like, yeah, uh, like uh, no, no, like not... maybe maybe Man United or or like who who knows with like Liverpool, but like even though Chelsea like nobody loves the establishment more than Chelsea, they aren't like you know the they aren't uh, gonna be yeah like as if Putin's like oh it's take measure on that like you know. I, yeah, I don't really see that. Wait, wait, that that wait, angle doesn't make, it makes more is, sense. That, just if, yeah. A country that is so partisan when it comes to football, after seeing the likes of Bury, Chester, Darlington, all, all these big northern clubs, well, not big, but, you know, like reasonably large northern clubs. They go back over a century, yeah. To, to then, what, put, put over two billion quid to, to buy Chelsea because, what, at, at, at what, 1% of, of the, of the population is going to be upset that the club's gone? No, yeah. no. You, maybe, maybe, maybe Putin should should show the English what for, and you know, just just see how we like it when we lose our precious Chelsea. You know, I I dare him. Yeah, you know, well, we... yeah, I I dare the British establishment as well to get rid of this fucking shit stain on the underwear of football. Like, I, I, honestly, like, I I could not give less of of a shit <laughs> personally. And yeah, I don't think well, a lot of football fans would. Uh, yeah, at least Man City's owners were uh, smart enough to uh, to come out and 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 uh, condemning the. Oh no, they abstained. They abstained. Yeah, they they actually abstained to to vote to condemn Russia because they have. Well, oil Chelsea countries have their dealings. Chelsea statement sure. was a shambles as well. <laughs> I. It was, they didn't even call it a war. They didn't there call it a war. A saw, a there were several people I saw share, and they thought that the they thought that the web page had crashed. Because mm. the text wasn't loading because it was such a short sentence, it was basically just like. war is terrible. Oh no, it's just like ridiculous. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, like Abramovich personally wrote it himself. 
Or Putin yes. personally wrote it for him. But yeah, no, I mean, as as the man in the famous viral clip says, fuck Chelsea. And I'll just leave it at that. Fuck Chelsea. No better club to be at a time like this in a cup final. Um, yeah. So yeah, we can do we can do a quick look ahead um, after the finals of the week because obviously we are we record on Monday afternoon last night. Um, so we've got Norwich this midweek, which is in the FA Cup. Another three nil, three nil rotated team. PVC. Of the hopeful quadruple for the Reds. Um, yeah, we're going to see a rotated team, no doubt, in that after 120 minutes this weekend. And then we've got West Ham at home on the weekend. I think we'll get a quick... We'll unfortunately have to look a bit past the Norwich game, but we'll get a score prediction um, at the end of the pod. But just a quick word on the West Ham game. You guys confident? Not confident? Yeah, yeah. I watched them against Wolves. They really weren't very good. Yeah, the little bit messy. A, te- a team of better quality. For a while. Didn't they have like performances for now? I think they peaked when they beat us. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. I think they went on a bit of a skid after that. That's when they rode they, the wave. They've still been like kind of half picking up points uh, recent. Like you know, they ground out like the Wolves game. They weren't good, but they're they're a good team. Winning, game. They're a good they team. Are, yeah. They're good enough to grind out points without being great. I think. And. Yeah, they could make it awkward. Like it, it is Moyes at Anfield, so you're always like, you know. But you know, maybe it's not the it's not the same old Moyes we've we've come to know. It's just kind of the relief that that their strong side is their right side for once, not the left side. <laughs> Which matches up are, they still, are they still in the FA Cup? Mm, yes, Ham. they beat Kidderminster. So who have they got? Southampton away. See, they're going to have to play a decent side because Southampton always go full strength in the cup. Like Hassan Huttle's really keen on going full strength, so I think he'll have to play. A, a it's, it's, it's weird with West Ham. They're, they're like, West Ham are competing on like three fronts still. Like they've got the Europa, yeah. and they just they don't ever rotate. That I can tell. They might take the FA Cup chance to do it, but uh, they severe in the Europa, didn't they as well? Yeah. So do Liverpool ever lose at half five on a Saturday? We never lose in that game. Well, it's going to be dark. We don't lose on the lights. We don't so lose yeah, half field anyway Andy. in the league with Van Dijk at the oh, we, we, we also, like, we can, we have to, like, it's like, you know, same old story in the league. Like, even a draw is, like, an absolute hammer blow. So, uh, I'd say, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, a... Listen, Shane, I've just got through one stressful experience. I don't need to be set up for another one. <laughs> I think like, the, the, wheels should think be the wheels should fall off West Ham soon because like they they're not rotating and they're in three competitions. Um, just win the games. Just win the games. Yeah, just, I'll say I'll say we beat them two one. I'll say we beat them two one. Uh, I'll say three one. Three one. Um, I'll go two uh, 0 yeah, I went I, I went two 0 for the cup final as well. Man City, Man United. Was by the way for the Leeds game. One of us got it right. I uh, no. No, I said 6 1. So I got 6 right. Yeah, I thought oh. Leeds would score. But I said we'd get 70 goals. So I, I went 5 0 and I was ecstatic. And then we scored yeah. again. I don't know what. But Man City, Man United on Sunday? Ooh. Anything I think, there? I think. A draw? United going into that are a bit underrated. They're, they, they, they've, they're back in the top four race as well. 
I would like to say Edison tax and United are putting up good XG yeah. numbers. You, you, you never know. They United play. United could do what Tottenham did in terms of attacking. They can't do what Tottenham did defensively. I don't know. Especially, they'd, have not, like, they'd have to not play Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Play. Yeah. Yeah, they should not play Ronaldo. Like, don't play Ronaldo. Please. Please, Manchester United. Please. Don't play Ronaldo. Probably you want, you want Pogba. Like, just doing everything. Pogba could have Fernando. a hell of a game. Fernando. Pogba could, could, yeah. could, could run the show there. It wouldn't be the first time he'd done it against City. Is that yeah. the game they'd go back to their four two two two? I think it probably is. You know, get I put Cavani in there, really occupying the defender and having Rashford next to him, just running in behind and maybe Rashford Sancho and loves a goal against City, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves a goal against Liverpool as well. It's I'd bring Solskjaer back in. Bring Solskjaer back in for this game. Yeah, he always seems to set them up well at the Etihad. Right, so we've got score predictions yeah. for the West Ham game. What are we going yeah. for Norwich? 3-0. 3-0. Yeah, something like that. Uh... Are Norwich asked? Purely? What do, they, what, what do they care more about? You know, potentially nicking someone at Anfield or staying They've in the Premier League? Probably have a better chance of winning the FA Cup than staying up at this stage anyway, though. So. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah they, they probably will rotate, won't they? At least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll interesting to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who pops up. Maybe like we'll see Connor Bradley or Bradley Morton, Minamino. I'll go three one. We'll see Gomez and Canate at the back. I'll go one nil. Keller from the spot. Uh, Joe Gomez decides decides he doesn't want to go suicidal with his pass selection this time. I quite I quite like the uh, Morton Jones and Elliot midfield three. That's quite cool. Oh yeah, I forgot about Morton. I, I, I was thinking maybe Henderson would start, given that he got taken off relatively early in the final, but he might start more. Arigi Minamino and Jota, front three. Oh, God forbid. That's the AFCON days are back. You could probably put Elliot in the front three as well. And, uh, you might even see Oxley Chamberlain give... in the front three. Yeah, yeah, Chamberlain will probably play, to be fair. Maybe don't play Jota. Jota needs minutes, I think, to be honest. Yeah, it's all about the uh, it's all about the end of the month. Well, I say end of the he's month. Only, he's only March big, it's a big month March. We've got Norwich, West Ham, Inter, Brighton, Arsenal. You give United. Jota, you give Jota the minutes against Inter. Yeah, I don't think we should be using Inter to just rack minutes up though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Brighton, Brighton away, Arsenal away, and United at is, home. Is is playing in, Diego Jota racking up minutes? Well, it depends. He's probably been our be- one of our best attackers yeah, this he season. He stank the gaff out of the San Siro and he wasn't the best yesterday. I, I, I don't... Coming, up, coming back off an injury yesterday, to be fair. I know, but he, I don't think he's a... He's a centre... I don't think he's a central player when playing against a team that's man-to-man. Really. Uh, um, yeah, the only time the only time we've like really seen him like was uh, the actual... Same competition, the semi-final of Jumbo, he was just ruining Ben White out on the touchline. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, whenever, whenever he got one-on-one. That's why I, I really wanted to start Diaz in the final. Um, you know, a little humble brag. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, I, I can't really um, see him as... Maybe out wide because he's got the sp- he's got more space. He, can, he, he loves to just knock it past his man and, and get on the end of it. 
Um, do you think that do you think Mane playing central is gonna be something we do more often this season? Probably. Uh, I, th- yeah. I think he's a lot more physical than Jota in, in those kind of Do Liverpool need a striker though in the summer? Do we go out for a number nine in the summer? Not a for me. Like a proper one. Contract. Depends who's depends who's leaving, doesn't it? We still have the, the front tree still all waiting on a new contract. So. I think Mane goes personally. I hope not. I hope not. I think it's the it's the smarter choice. I think Firmino is because he's starting to get injured. Oh no! I mean, if we're thinking of Salah and Mane, I, I'd be surprised if we didn't sell two Firmino and Mane. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Jay, Firmino, Firmino's ran his ran his legs, hasn't he? Probably. It's, it's been bulletproof for three, to Atletico four years. Madrid, sun it up for a few years. For forty-five million. Live the good life, because you know he's going to be one of those Brazilians that just absolutely balloons when he retires. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'll, do, he'll have a nice little stint in MLS and choose yeah, the Brazilian league. Oh, into Miami! Could you imagine for me though at Miami? Spreading the gospel. That would be hilarious. Does Phil Neville still manage them? No. I think he oh. went ages ago, didn't he? No, I just, I just do not pay attention Phil to Neville, managing Gonzalo Higuain and Blake Matuidi. Um, and Ryan Shawcross as well. And on that really? note... Yeah, Ryan Shawcross. Shawcross. <laughs> Phil Neville is still head coach, actually. Wow. David Beckham really can't bin off his mate, can he? DeAndre Yedlin has gone there as well. Yeah, I think when we've reached the uh, the part of the episode where Dave is perusing Inter Miami squad, we can probably. <laughs> Sorry, it, it's it's a roster. I'll have you know. Yeah, well, roster. Well, I've had I've got me NFL mentions in. I've got me MLS. I just need a, an excuse to mention the UFC, and then I'm I'm sorted. And a cowboy, yeah, that's yeah. that's goth bingo. Uh, <laughs> No, sorry then. So, uh, so, sorry, Shane, who has had an interest in each and every one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> but I have the decency to not like admit it in public. I like, that's that's where the Catholic shame comes in, Dave. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume you're not Catholic because you know a, a real Catholic would know never to admit those things in public. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, I guess we can end a um a, a good victory podcast. Yeah, it's been a good, been a good uh, twenty-four hours this time yesterday. Hopefully, we've got three more to go in the year. We shall see. Brent thinks so. Anyways, he he posted that on social media. One out of four hungry for more. So, and Salah, and and we all know Salah's prophecies tend to come. Very true. Tend to come true. But yeah, right. Well, boys. Next time, then, lads. It's been a good one. Been a pleasure. Until next time, thank you very much. If you enjoyed the podcast, please. I should probably do this at the start, but to be honest, I'm 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 a bit goosed. <laughs> well, Jesse so. Marsh has been hired as Leeds head coach, by the way. Oh fucking hell! All right, we have it. We have it. Yank bingo. Yeah, sorry. Um, that's, that's the that's the, uh, that's the full circle. That's a bit of a giveaway to when we record this thing as well. You know, we want to stay professional mm. and stuff. Yeah, I did want to put a poll out on that. I'll do it after this. I'll put a poll out for who was people's uh, caribou man of the match. Caribou man of the match, fair enough. If you have enjoyed the podcast, though, and you've made it this far, thank you very much. Um, Hopefully, we'll have Apple sorted soon. 
but I'm having issues with the Apple account um, to get it up on there. But on Spotify, if you can give us a positive rating, please, that would be much appreciated. And yes, thank you very much for tuning in. Until next time, adieu. All the best.